listeners, welcome to another show on Rising Above Shadows of Abuse. Raza. I'm your host, Grace Opa. This week's program concerns the case of 44-year-old Carla Foster, a mother of three from Stoke-on-Trent, England, who was recently prosecuted and convicted under the 1861 Offences Against the Persons Act for procuring a late abortion and sentenced to 28 months in prison. This controversial case has highlighted the fact that abortion is not actually legal in England, despite the 1967 Abortion Act, a piece of legislation that was introduced to amend and clarify the law relating to termination of pregnancy by registered medical practitioners. As Telakrisi MP states, if the government thinks that abortion is legal in this country, then they haven't read their own rule book. Woman jailed for taking abortion pills after legal cutoff in tragic case. Campaigners and MPs appalled at jail term for mother of three left, racked with guilt. Independent newspapers, 12th of June 2023, by Maya Oppenheim, women's correspondent on additional reporting by Press Association, Humanists UK, the I. A woman has been sentenced to more than two years in jail for obtaining drugs to have an abortion after the legal cutoff in what has been described as a tragic case. The prosecution was brought under the 1861 Offences Against the Person Act. Carla Foster, 44, got hold of the abortion pills under the government's pills by post initiative that was rolled out in the wake of the COVID crisis and is still in operation now for unwanted pregnancies up to 10 weeks. Doctors concluded she was 32 to 34 weeks pregnant at the time. The court heard Foster, who already had three children before she became pregnant again in 2019, had lied to the British Pregnancy Advisory Service during a telephone consultation about how far along her pregnancy was so she could obtain the pills. Following the sentencing, Abortion providers, campaigners and politicians fiercely criticised the decision to jail the mother as they called for abortion care in the UK to be immediately decriminalised. Despite receiving a letter from healthcare professionals asking him not to imprison Foster, Justice Edward Pepperell imposed a 28-month sentence. Signatories to the letter included the presidents of the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists and the chief executive of the Royal College of Midwives. Justice Pepperell said Foster felt very deep and genuine remorse, was racked with guilt and still had nightmares over her actions. But he said his role as judge is to apply the law as provided by Parliament and clarified by the Court of Appeal adding it is a matter for Parliament and not for the courts. Discussing the letter, he said, If the medical profession considered that judges are wrong to imprison women who procure a late abortion outside the 24-week limit, then it should lobby Parliament to change that law and not judges who are charged with the duty of applying the law. The judge said it would have been better if the letter, which he describes as inappropriate, 
had not been written at all. Foster will carry out half her sentence in prison and the remaining time under license. Having a medical abortion involves taking two tablets but can only be carried out up to 10 weeks into a pregnancy in the UK. While surgical abortions can be performed up to 23 weeks and 6 days into a pregnancy. Prosecuting barrister Mr Robert Price said the woman had lied to PBAS about how pregnant she was, so they sent the tablets to her. He added, she said she had not seen a doctor about her pregnancy because she was embarrassed. While the baby was not full term, she was approaching that stage of development. Multiple and prolonged internet searches showed a level of planning. The taking of the drugs was a planned and deliberate act in which her intention could only have been to procure an abortion. The prosecution said the woman made a number of internet searches during lockdown between February and May 2020, including how to hide a pregnancy bump, how to have an abortion without going to the doctor, and how to lose a baby at six months. Foster was initially charged with child destruction and pleaded not guilty, but later pleaded guilty to an alternative charge of administering drugs or using instruments to procure abortion, which was accepted by the prosecution. The maximum sentence is life imprisonment. Justice Pepperell said the case was made more tragic because the woman did not plead guilty earlier, adding that he may have been able to consider suspending the jail sentence if she had. Abortions are still deemed a criminal act in England, Scotland and Wales, but not in Northern Ireland under the 1967 Abortion Act. The 1861 legislation means any woman who ends a pregnancy without obtaining legal permission from two doctors who must agree that continuing with it will be a risk to the woman's physical or mental health can face up to life imprisonment. Any medical professional who delivers an abortion out of the terms of the act can face criminal punishment. Abortion providers, charities, medical bodies and MPs have spent years demanding that abortion is decriminalised in the UK. In a statement released after the sentencing, Claire Murphy, the chief executive of BPAS, said, We are shocked and appalled by the decision. No woman can ever go through this again. In their sentencing remarks, the judge made it clear that women will only be protected from prosecution if MPs bring forward legal change. There has never been a clearer mandate for parliamentary action, and the need has never been so urgent. Unless the law is reformed, more women and girls will face the trauma of lengthy police investigations and the threat of prison, BPAS said. Claire Murphy speaks to Jackie Long about the decision on the Channel 4 News. I mean, on so many fronts, this is an extremely sad and distressing case. I just wonder what your response is to what has happened here. Oh, I find this an absolutely devastating judgment. I mean, obviously, for the, for the woman herself, who's been going through a criminal process for the past three years, uh, and also for her family. As you say, she's a, she's a mother of three, so this has you know, huge consequences for, for those who depend on her as well. But I think it is an absolutely salutary reminder of the nature of the criminal law in this country in which a woman can be sentenced to prison for ending her own pregnancy. And I think it's a real reminder that this is the nature 
of, of, of the law in this country. This is, this is was, was, she's been imprisoned under a law dating back to 1861 that has no place in the 21st century. Now, there will be many people who will argue she did break the law, so you don't accept that she should face any sanction. We'll, we'll come hopefully to the issue of whether there's any value in sending her to jail, but you think she should face no sanction at all? I think there is an issue here about, you know, we don't have to think that what this woman did was right, but we do need to ask ourselves whether the criminal law in this, in this circumstance actually plays any redeeming role, and I would argue it doesn't. I mean, I would like to see a thorough overhaul of our abortion law so that this could never, ever happen again. It simply is just unfathomable to me that we could be sending a woman to, to prison uh, for ending her own pregnancy. You know, there are very few places in the world which threaten women with imprisonment for ending their own pregnancy. You know, a few years ago, our own MPs repealed exactly this section of the law in Northern Ireland because of outrage about the idea that women could go to prison for ending their own pregnancies. We need to end that discrepancy you know that's so, that's what we need to, to, to introduce across England you, and Wales. You would like a situation where in no circumstances at all would there be any criminal sanction no matter um, at what stage the woman is pregnant? I think we need to ask ourselves what is the purpose of a criminal sanction in these circumstances because it doesn't serve as a deterrent to women ending their pregnancies you know desperate vulnerable women will always find a way to end their pregnancies what it does do however is stop those women from seeking help uh, when they need it it may also have impact uh, on a you know on a on a whole raft of, of other women who may find themselves in difficult circumstances with their pregnancies of with course. unexplained pregnancy loss and i think bringing in the criminal law in this circumstance helps no one and there are many people who would regard the fact that there you know there is currently a legal limit and that legal limit should stay ex at exactly that point there there doesn't seem to be any public public appetite mm -hmm. For extending the legal limits. I think that, yeah, I, and, I, and I think you're absolutely right about that, but I don't think that precludes having abortion law reform, which keeps that legal limit of, of 24 weeks, enabling women to access legal services uh, up to 24 weeks, uh, takes doctors um, out of the criminal law. You know, currently those doctors are also covered um, by, the, by the criminal law. Any doctor who performs an abortion uh, without having signed off from, from uh, a colleague, uh, so, you know, every, every abortion needs legal authorization, unlike any other healthcare procedure. But I think we can, but, you know, and I think, I think there's a lot of we can do to reform that law. But I think ultimately what we need to see is women coming out of the criminal law altogether. It serves no Briefly. purpose. Briefly, if you would, Claire Murphy, the Prime Minister was asked about this today and said, our laws as they stand balance a woman's right to access safe abortion with the rights of the unborn child. I'm not aware of any plans to address that approach. What do you make well, of that? Well, I think that is, a, that is an absolute shame. And, you know, we are calling, uh, you know, for, 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 for legal reform to be brought forward, to take women out of the criminal law and actually to bring us into line with Northern Ireland where women were removed from the criminal law. That's what we want to see across the UK. Claire Murphy, thank you very much thank for you. talking to us today. Thank you. Dr. Sarah Solkade.
abortion provider MSI, Reproductive Choices, told The Independent, This has been an incredibly distressing case for everyone involved. It is neither a compassionate nor a proportionate response to send someone to prison for ending their pregnancy, nor is it in the public interest. Mandu Reed, leader of the Women's Equality Party, told the independent she was devastated for the woman at the center of this case and absolutely furious at the system. Miss Reed added, This sentence is a human rights violation. No one should ever be criminalized or deprived of their liberty for assessing health care. This conviction serves absolutely no one, not the woman, nor her children, nor the public interest. Labour MP Stella Chrissy, who is an outspoken campaigner for abortion rights, tweeted, This case reveals bitter truth. Contrary to what some claim, abortion is not legal in England and you can be prosecuted for having one. No other healthcare procedure has such a status. No other patient group would be treated this way. It's time to change the law and trust women. Ms. Chrissy, who is the MP for Walthamstow, argued it was a hangover from another era. But abortion legislation is not founded on healthcare considerations, but first and foremost, criminal sanctions. She wrote on Twitter, The average prison sentence for a violent offence in England is 18 months. A woman who had an abortion without following correct procedures just got 28 months under an 1868 Act. We need urgent reform to make safe access for all women in England, Scotland and Wales a human right. Sela Creasy interviewed on Sky News emphasizes that abortion is not a criminal matter. It's a healthcare matter. The Prime Minister's spokesperson was asked about this this afternoon and the, the government, the office of the Prime Minister said, our laws as they stand balance a woman's rights to access to safe and legal abortions with the rights of the child. The government think that they have the balance right. It's a bit worrying, isn't it, when the government doesn't even know that abortion is not legal in this country. What the 1967 Act did is it gave exemption from prosecution under certain circumstances. And what this case and the other live cases in courts at the moment of women in this country, not America, not Poland, not El Salvador, all the stories you see online in this country show, is that that right, that exemption, isn't good enough in the 21st century. Abortion is not a criminal matter, it's a healthcare matter. This case in Stoke is a horrifically tragic case with very human consequences. It serves nobody to have had this prosecution today. And what many of us are worried about is that this could be the start of many more prosecutions and an attempt to chill a woman's right to choose in this country. The only way we protect that is by giving women a legal right to choose to have an abortion and safe access in a local community in the way that we have in Northern Ireland. It cannot be right that my constituents in Walthamstow don't have the same rights as women in Belfast. But if the government thinks abortion is legal in this country, they haven't read their own rule book. And that's very worrying because it speaks to their commitment to the rights of women in this country. They say that all women have access to safe abortions on the NHS up to 20 weeks. Are you saying that you'd like there to be access to abortions at any time within the pregnancy of a woman? No, let me be absolutely explicit. Nobody is seeking to amend the legislation on time limits. That's actually a different piece of legislation than the legislation used today to prosecute this woman. The 1868 Act was written 
decades, centuries ago, and puts abortion on the same level as blowing up this place and murder. And as you're seeing today, this woman got a 28-month sentence. Well, frankly, the average for sentencing for violent offences in this country is a lot less, and that was for having an abortion during lockdown. So nobody's looking to change the time limits. What we're looking to do is protect the right of women, because what this the prosecution today tells us is that those rights are at risk because you don't have a legal right to an abortion in England, Wales or Scotland. In Northern Ireland you do. In Northern Ireland we have a human rights based framework towards access to abortion. Whilst there's still issues about making sure people can access a local level, it is a different environment that protects the rights of women. I want women across the UK to have equal rights when it comes to it and that's what's at stake today. Humanist UK has been campaigning for many years to move existing abortion regulations from the criminal code to the civil law, as with other medical procedures, to guard against the possibility that a woman in vulnerable circumstances, such as those facing domestic violence, could fall foul of the 1861 Offences Against the Persons Act for abortion. At its AGM on 11th of June, Humanist UK members passed an urgent motion recommitting the charity to its policy in favour of discrimination abortion laws in England and Wales. Humanist UK urges members and supporters to attend the time to act protest at the Royal Courts of Justice, London, led by BPAS, the Fawcett Society and the Women's Equality Party on the 17th of June to demand reform. Humanist UK Public Affairs Manager Karen White said, we are appalled that a woman has been sentenced to 28 months with over a year in custody for having an abortion under a Victorian era law. Tragic circumstances like what happened to this woman when she took abortion pills should be met with compassion and support, not compounded with a prison sentence. Abortion is health care and the time for reform is now. We call on the UK Parliament to immediately legislate to decriminalize abortion. When asked if British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is certain that criminalizing abortion in some situation is the correct approach, his spokesperson told reporters, our laws as they stand balance a woman's right to access safe and legal abortions with the rights of an unborn child. I'm not aware of any plans to address that approach. There is a serious discussion to be had as to the untold distress and trauma caused to Miss Foster's children while their mother is incarcerated, who is actually looking after her children, the psychological damage caused to all parties, and how much this dubious and destructive punishment is costing the UK taxpayers. There is also the question to be answered. Is this justice or another example of institutionalized misogyny, as this conviction will never be brought against the man? This has been Grace Upper for Rising Above Shadows of Abuse. Raza. What are your views? Let's have your comments. You can send your comments to Rising Above Shadows of Abuse at gmail.com. Stay safe and be positive. See you on our next episode. Bye for now. You can leave your comments on our social media handles or our email address rising about shadows of abuse at gmail.com take care